6,000. And this is Death, Death Becomes She Her. We're here to gatelight, girl keep, and gas boss your grandfather to, to the, the grave. grave. So hold on to your last will and testicles. Because we're going to show you one cool trick. To look 10 years older. <laughs> What's the last line? Dermatologists hate us. Oh. Because we're bitches. <laughs> Hello, gals and ghouls. This week, we have a very special episode. Due to the nature of this week's episode of Canada's Drag Race, we are going to be discussing some very heavy topics. So I do want to give a content warning for discussions of physical and sexual abuse. And we also got into some conversations about some drama and some things that happened. And we just wanted to make sure that everyone knows going into the podcast that this is water under the bridge. You know, these things have been forgiven and there's no reason to send any kind of hate or negativity to any of the girls. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, E. Hi, bitch. You fucked that up, girl. Girl, I, I wasn't the one reading the script, honey. Well, maybe you should have been reading the fucking script. <laughs> Bella, I'm, you were I'm, screwing up your lines. Listen, I'm off book, baby. That's why I almost won that acting challenge. <laughs> you're, off, you're off all the books, bitch. That's true. I'm literally like, I'm off the grid. Off the, grid. the government doesn't know I exist anymore. <laughs> the, do- the government doesn't want to know I exist. Yeah. Oh my God. So how are you, girl? I am doing so good, so sexy, and so hot. And horny. And horny. Well, you are sitting there in a gorgeous lace bikini, but it's also yes. like latex at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a new new um, weaving I've pioneered called lace tex. Lace tex. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. It's lace, but also it's made of latex. That's and actually really smart. Yeah. It's perfect because your nipples poke right through it. Uh-huh. So you can just get lots of air and, you know, lots of attention. Yeah, lots of, And milk comes out easily. Yeah. It's, like, perfect. Milk, milk, lemonade, and around the corner... Fudge is made. Yeah. Of course. Yes. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm all right. I don't, know. I don't know, man. I'm always going through something. Uh, my last little issue was uh, my Instagram was hacked and disabled for a week, so that was really fucking annoying. Yeah, so we all got a much-needed break. Yeah, no, it was Thank horrible. God. Oh, my God. It was actually, like... I always bitch about Instagram because it's just not showing our content anymore. Yes. But, like, oh, my God, it is so important. Like, really, like, those 87,000, that that 87,000 <laughs> number of followers, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't talk, um, is, is important. And it's, like, if I were to have to start back over at zero, it would... I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would yeah. have fucking called, called it quits. But yeah. I fought bigger fucking monsters before, so there we go. And you know what? When yeah, I, we fought bigger monsters. They're called the producers of Canada. <laughs> the winner, bitch! <laughs> Seriously, no. Like, I mean, like, this is one of my fucking first time at the rodeo. Like, I'm, I'm very resourceful. And I literally made a... I really logged into Scruff, searched mm. where Facebook headquarters was, Menlo Park, <laughs> California, and try to message people around there because it is so fucking impossible to get a hold of anybody on Facebook. Yeah. But luckily... I got a hold of somebody. Our season three sister, Irma Gerd, helped you out. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I hope your inbox doesn't get flooded all of a sudden. Oh my God. Out. <laughs> like, I wasn't trying just to say... You start leaving spam comments. Your account was deactivated. That's too bad. I contacted at Irma Gerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so uh But seriously, if you have an issue with your Facebook, message Irma Gerd. <laughs> okay. So let's get into this fucking episode. Alright, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, so, so we are on episode six of Canada's Drag Race. Ooh, and it's been a really good season so far. What do you think of the season? I think the season has been so good. It's been the best season of Canada's Drag Race. Ever and all the queens are way better than anyone else who ever came after them. I'm glad that you agree with that popular opinion <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people say that. So it's a new day in the workroom, and Kiara just left. We had the most insane fucking lip sync uh, the night before or the week before, whatever this was. So good. Um, they did. I drove all night. They drove all fucking night. And now we're in the, the workroom, and uh, Kiara and then Bianca left. spent the rest of the year driving us all fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's out there at one. Holy fuck! Okay, just uh, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. 
Um, so yeah, so she, she left and she wrote the most insane mirror message. She literally used the entire tube of lipstick to write Kiara, <laughs> which was so camp. And we thought it was like amazing and hilarious. We um, love her so much. And then we're sitting on the, we're sitting on the couch after, mm-hmm. um, just after the deliberations, I guess. Actually, so it isn't a new work. It isn't a new day in the workroom. It's the same night. Um, and Scar, I'm like moving my head and Scar- Scarlet is literally sitting right next to me and won't move, but every time I move my head an inch, it hits her, and she makes a huge fucking deal about it. (laughs) So I'm like, holy fuck, can you maybe scooch over a fucking centimeter? Like, (laughs) so fucking annoying. Like, that was just... So if you watch them, they they keep just being extra about that. Um, So so I just wrote, Scarlet keeps harassing me for my headpiece. (laughs) And people keep asking, like, I see comments being like, Boa has the weirdest edit. Like, she was so loud in the beginning and then quieted down. Yeah, because I had fucking Scarlet breathing down my neck, bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't even fucking fart without getting screamed at. So I was, like, terrified of my mouth. That was me and the fucking Rat Pack. Yeah, fuck. Then I got a warning. (laughs) It also says, I got a warning. Stacey gave me a warning on the runway. She said, Boa, you gotta pick your shit up. Do better. I mm-hmm. said, okay, Stacy, which is really funny. They yeah. really added that. And then um, they asked me about that in the workroom, and I say, like every other queen who gets a warning, I got what? A fire under my ass. <laughs> a fire under your ass. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so now um, now we're on to the, I guess, the mini challenge. Jeffrey walks into the workroom, and... Mm-hmm. And he's looking cute as always. Uh, Anastasia Beverly Hills has hooked us up with a bunch of new makeup, which was absolutely perfect. I love this mini challenge. This is one of my favorites of the season. And maybe controversial opinion, maybe not. I believe that you should have won this mini challenge. I absolutely believe I should have won this mini challenge. Who won it again? Lemon. Lemon. Right. So I definitely believe that you should have won this mini challenge. I think you were so funny, so outside the box and just crazy. And honestly, you were like you were like mini challenge energy in your season. Like you were just like busted and crazy. That's know? what I wanted to give. Like and I really, it, it worked. Like you, you had that energy. I never had that in my season. Cause every time we did the mini challenges, I was like, Oh my God, I need to get this fucking over with. Like I fucking hated it so much. Really? I love mini challenges. I hated them. But looking back on it, I'm like, okay, it was, they were kind of fun. Like they were funny and stupid, but like, yeah, you don't, I, there, there's no, I there's hated no them real in the moment. There's no real, like, anything. It's just the yeah. there to kill time. But you know me, like, I'm a perfectionist, and I, I hate being, like, not perfect. I know. So, like, doing a, doing a fucking mini challenge where I have to look like fucking shit and paint my face in 15 minutes and look fucking horrible, you know? The only mini challenge I actually did well in was episode two, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, but. so, uh, episode one now. I mean, I mean, uh, season one. Bianca reprises her role as Miss Cleo. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't call her now. <laughs> she won't, cause she won't fucking answer. <laughs> but yeah, I thought you were really, really amazing. Maybe she will. Challenge. I definitely think you should have won. I know, me too. But you didn't. Um, I love when you said four tits for the price of one. It was very, very brilliant. I thought it was hilarious. And then I walked back into the the Oval Office, our holding room, and Scarlett looks over at Lemon when she saw me, mm-hmm. and she fucking rolled her eyes big time because she saw I had my tits out. <laughs> She's like, oh, there's Boa being annoying, doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scarlet just can't, could not take you. Like, she just, like... It was wild, bitch. Yeah. Like, I just could not understand. Oh, and then in our fucking... You might want to open your notes. Oh, so shit, sorry. And then I... And then I... I for... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to bring it up. No, say it. Patreon exclusive. Jimbo is wearing fucking... Blush. Yeah, Jimbo wearing blush out of drag in the workroom. Oh, right, because we got our... Okay, wait, so... Um, I was robbed of the mini challenge. Jimbo was hilarious. She was insane. I loved it. Lemon wins a challenge, and Jeffrey announced, announces the maxi challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's a star 69. Lemon and Priyanka are Kitty and Cat, and they are the pussy protectors. They're really vibing. They're doing a great job, obviously. Yeah. Um, really, really vibing. Like, we, are, we obviously know they're going to do well. The next group is Jimbo, Rita... And Boa, which is uh, me, if you guys don't know. Jimbo, Rita, and Boa are the next group. And we're going to go in with the idea of rowdy bachelorettes. Um, if you watch me, I'm like kind of writing and then reading um, reading with my finger along like a child. Uh, <laughs> that's just my whimsical kind of sense of self that I have. Yeah. And Alona and Scarlet are spiring, spiraling, LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> because... They are because they like they're so high energy and so 
they're just so high energy that they can't kind of, it seems like they can't focus. And I, yeah. that was a big issue with episode two with the, the acting challenge is uh-huh. because they were between me and the, and, uh, the rest of the group. And so I wasn't really able to res- like go over my lines with them because they were in be- between me going, nah, yeah, nah. yeah, that was fun. Scarlett kind of is quick to lose her patience, though. Yeah. Like, she is scatterbrained and all over the place, but when someone else is scatterbrained and all over the place, she can't handle it. Like, she loses her patience really quick. Uh-huh. And then she... Yeah. She lets that kind of that take over. <laughs> and then Rita talks about uh, having a finger in her asshole. Who did she get it from? We a bachelorette. A bachelor... Or somebody <laughs> slipped a finger in Rita's asshole. Right. Well, we know those Quebec girls, their holes are just open. They're just, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what came out because she's a lot of hot dogs, so I'm sure it couldn't have been the fucking, I'm sure Rita doesn't have the most solid turds out there. Ew. Hey, whatever. We're human beings. Do not insult her rectal integrity. Nice. Now we get into filming. Pre and Lemon are hilarious. Yeah, they absolutely ate this. They did such a good job. Uh, Lemon does that jump split thing where she she jumps into a split and then goes kind of back up. Do you see it? Like she yes, hits the, yeah. I can do that now. Yeah. Which is really fucking cool. Watch, she can do it. Boom, up. I do that yeah. now. I haven't seen her do anything like that recently. <laughs> Interesting. Well, because she got so litty, she's splitting her kitty. And yeah. now she's, she can't huh. do it. But I love her. My girl. I had, a, I had Thanksgiving dinner with her. Aw, that's cute. Yeah, it was really fucking nice, actually. Nobody invited like, me to any Thanksgiving dinners. That's because you piss everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you're rude to everybody. <laughs> Wait, why, when did you have Thanksgiving dinner with her? Like, what did that happen? I don't know. I got invited at uh, uh, Alex's. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, work, yeah. Okay, so now now it's Boa's team, after Lemon and Priyanka kill it, obviously. Uh, we're the Bells. We're stressed out. Um, we're messy. Uh, my name is Bridget Big Balls, and I have two <laughs> tennis balls in my pants, which are hilarious. So funny. It looks like a giant fucking camel toe, too. Yeah, it is. Like, the world's largest camel toe. Yeah. I'm so stressed, but every time Stacey gives me a thing, I'm like, yeah, you got it, babe. You know what's crazy, though? You were so stressed, but honestly, like, in my opinion, you were doing really well. Like, there was no reason for you to be so stressed, because you were really, like, doing a great job in this challenge fake it till you make it but then and here's I, the thing it's like it's also when you're in the challenge they stress you the fuck yes, out they have stacy go okay boy you you got 10 minutes or mm-hmm. you have five minutes boy your laces boy you're too beautiful yeah and you know what when i was going into drag race i thought like yeah i'll listen to the critiques and i'll take what they say seriously and like work on what they want me to work on and blah 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 but what you actually have to do is go in there and be fucking ignorant and don't listen to them because they are trying to fuck with you. And if you listen to them, you will fall victim to it because that's what happened with me. And like watching it back, I was like, I was so much better than they made me feel like I was. And I could have done so much better if I had felt like that, you know? Mm -hmm, Yeah. But it's crazy. Like it, it's, it seems like you're, well, I know. And it's like, it's like, so it's, it's hard on your psyche. Cause like, like I said, I had Scarlet breathing down my neck. So it really fucked me up and it made me think I was, I shouldn't be there. Yeah. And it's... And I remember I remember walking back to the holding room and holding Priyanka's hand, like, during... We were walking back, and I was like, Priyanka, I'm so sorry, babe. Like, I feel like I should have been there. And she's like, she's like, Boa, like, I just got to fucking perform on national television. Do not yeah. apologize to me. Like... Yeah. I felt so guilty. Like, I don't know. I just... You should have been where? Oh, in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that was a moment. Like, that definitely... Honestly, I don't think without that... Like, I don't think Priyanka would have won the season without that. Because that's what, like... Well, it was... Everybody loved Priyanka regardless, and she did great in the season. But having that moment made everyone rally behind her. And it uh-huh. made it made them see, like, what a star she is. Oh, and it really yeah. helped make the case for her to win. Yeah. Oh, I remember when she won. That was so good. Yeah, it was great. Um, so I thought you guys did a really, really great job. And I think you just kind of like let your self doubt and and it kind of get in your way. Yeah, absolutely. But without that, you would have like just been a superstar. And I think uh, the other thing that happens is they use your self doubt against you. Cause if they have all these clips of you being like, I don't know, I don't think I did very well. And like looking nervous, guess what? That's what happened, you know? So it's like, and then we have, if there's a way where you can do it in your, in your interviews and you're, 
and all the side shit where you say you're super nervous and you don't do it, but then in the but then in the actual challenge you fucking go wow yeah yeah that's what you can do, but yeah. And then we have Scarlet and Alona. I thought this was I remember watching this like the most annoying thing I've ever seen. I thought it was kind of television. Funny, like... I thought it was so fucking annoying. I love them both, but holy shit, this is really fucking annoying. Um, and. And it's so funny because Alona's like, I'm going to spit in Scarlett's face. And Stacey goes, well, if you're going to spit in her face, you better go all out. <laughs> She's <laughs> egging them on to just fucking go. And then, and then Stacey's reacting like, what a legend. She's like, well, bitch, if you're going to go, if you're going to hork in her face, you got to hork in her face. Look at her laughing. She's dying. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I love her. What a legend. <laughs> I always find, though, like, it, it's, it's like a trope on Drag Race for such a long time to just, like, let's have a fight and like hit each other or make out or or you know whatever like it's just like a trope that like i i think is really boring to me honestly so i personally was not a fan of what they did together i would have put those two in the bottom two together personally yeah me too actually yeah. only because i would have been kept me in <laughs> um so a new day in the workroom we're all getting annoyed with sissies oh so i i have a lemon as annoying as she was annoying the fuck out of me like she was coming off so scripted at the time and it was really annoying so I said, where's the prompter you're, where's the teleprompter you're reading off of, bitch? <laughs> Which is fair. It's just, it, like, seriously, like, she was, she just was very thought out. And a lot, I remember a lot of things that weren't aired that yeah. were very, like, seemed scripted to me. Right. I was like, okay, it's getting kind of fucking Well, it, it can feel like that. Like, just sometimes the girls just, like, act like, you know. When the cameras are on, the cameras are on. You're on, yeah. and we're all on no matter what. But, but... At the time, to me, it just seemed, like, ingenuine. Which yeah. Which I told her, and then you, we learned. Yeah. <laughs> but since then, <laughs> things have changed. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Now we're... Oh, God. Here we go. See, I'm so glad we, we just get to watch this episode 50 fucking times. Yeah. Thanks, Eve. Today's <laughs> runway is... Um, You're welcome. I'll always take your advice. <laughs> today's runway is Canadian Tuxedo. So... While painting, um, we talk about safety, and the producer actually prompted this, which was when I knew it was my time to go. Um, uh-huh. I get emotional. It was really intense. Uh, they actually asked me to talk about this in my first interview in my confessional, and I said, no, I'm not ready to talk about that yet, but don't worry. When I am, you can smack me around before <laughs> <laughs> to, get me, to get me a little bit worked up, you know? Oh, my God. I can't believe they fucking posted that photo. That's so bad. Yeah, that photo was crazy. Oof. Ugh. Somehow that photo looks better than my promo photo, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I talk about my assault. I talk about, um, you know, I'm a sexual assault survivor. I guess we're going to get into this. Uh, Mm. And it's really fucked up. Like, uh, I don't know how I want to say this. I just, we live in a fucked up community as much as it is. Like, as much as I love our community... Um, there's a lot of really fucked up politics in it. There's a lot of racism in it. There's a lot of, uh, victim blaming and pointing of fingers, gaslighting. And, um, I don't, it's just, it was hard because like a lot of the community rallied behind me when I was assaulted and it really, it really helped me. Um, I, I developed, I really went into a deeper drug uh, and alcohol addiction. I really put on my weight after this and everything. Yeah. Um, which was something that was really, like, really hard, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, also, when, when I was... Because I just posted the photo. I didn't ask for money or anything. I just posted this fucking selfie on on Instagram yeah. and, and Facebook. And I was like, hey, guys, this is what happened to me. It could happen to you. Be careful who you bring home. Yeah. And then I and went. And then certain people decided to leave comments and, and say things like, Oh, you should have known better than to bring a guy home as if they've never fucking done that before. Yeah. I mean, like, Certain I never people, saw, I never saw, the, I, I never saw, saw it and I will never forget that. Just so you know, I listen, forgive man. the girl and everything, but that was one of the most fucked up things. Like, don't make yeah. me cry now. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, and then it's like, it's just weird because. Because like, I remember waking up and seeing that picture. And it was hard. And it's like. And you came to the hospital. Um, but anyway, the point is, like, it's, it's really hard when you go through something like that because 
there there are a lot of a lot of great people in the community who will be behind you 100% yeah. and will support you but there are also a lot of people who will get jealous that you're getting attention because you were fucking assaulted and and they're jealous you're getting attention and because somebody set up a GoFundMe for you they decide to attack you on social media and act as if you're looking for attention and you're trying to like get money because you were irresponsible and it's like okay there was a few people too like yeah even, it, it like, wasn't just that one person it no was... the thing is like no it, uh, well like I didn't see the comment but like uh, the other comments I saw were from people I didn't even fucking know like yeah mm-hmm. Because it's it's just weird. Like, there's so much jealousy in our community. And it's it's so sick and twisted and disgusting to, like, to be jealous of something like that. And to not, like, have that click in your brain and be like, wait a minute. Like, hello. And people, Did I want to get abused like that? No. People and people don't realize also, I want to say, is, like, they don't, they don't realize that their actions consistently hurt people. Yeah. For for example, like with like when I had my chat with Pri, like I what's our fucking podcast, whatever, I'll, I'll talk about it. Um so we had our big blow up and I didn't talk much about it publicly, but she did and she dragged me a lot and there were a lot of like I had She dragged a, you a lot. I had a really hard time with it. Like yeah. I woke uh, I literally going in the reunion, I was like I want to talk to my friend about this and yeah, I was fucking shitty whatever. But like I st- I apologize, I made amends and then consistently tried to reach out afterwards to to fix that and she did not she she wasn't receivable and not only was she not receivable she was consistently attacking me and it was really yeah. difficult and then i got to step out of my apartment every day and see billboards of her all over the fucking place promoting positivity while i'm consistently yeah. being traumatized because i'm i'm w- w- watching somebody just drag my name constantly without even hearing what i have to say like yeah. it was really hard i also think like what was what bothered me about that situation is that there's a clear power imbalance like absolutely you're, there it's is. like you're somebody who is so well known like so like you know quote famous um in our community like and, and, and it's like even you... outside of our community like reaching new ground and we're all happy for you and you're doing amazing but to then, like, you know, every other gig, you get on the mic and say, yeah, fuck this bitch because she did this and I fucking hate her. You're, like, encouraging no, your seriously. fans and to, then, and then to tw- hate the, somebody. The tweets, don't send hate to this person even though I don't agree with it. Like, that is insinuating hate to me. And it's like, I got the hate and it was really horrible. It yeah. put me in a dark place and people don't realize the effect that, mm-hmm. like, when they're, it's like... That's when it becomes, like, bullying and shit. And it's, like, it really affects people's mental health. And I actually saw another friend go through something very similar Mm -hmm. a while ago. And I brought this up before. And I I really stuck up for them because it's just, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it bugs me. It really, really bugs me. Yeah, it's it's disturbing the way that our community can sort of rally behind something. and, And it's to the point where it's, like, Okay, I understand, like, everyone in the the group think the hive mind doesn't like this person now. What do you want? Like, do you want them to kill themselves? No, exactly. Do you want them to end their life? And, like, do you want them to disappear and never see them again? Like, what do you want? And I'm not saying, I'm not saying. uh, No, no, I'm not saying that. I would have done that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is a horrible person who caused so much pain in my life. And and no, 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 because, like, Pri is still doing great and, things and the thing and is listen whatever. like everybody everybody can make mistakes and do things that aren't in the best judgment at that time oh absolutely and that happens to everybody nobody's above that nobody is better than 100 making a mistake i oh, know absolutely know? so I th- and I even think... me at the reunion is like me now is completely fucking different yeah like it is like 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 yeah i lost a shit ton of weight but i had to look inside myself and i really had to figure out and you were also recovering from surgery at the time too when all that shit was going on yeah it was really hard and then she took me off that tour that we were supposed to be on which Woo! <laughs> income and then i don't know but yeah anyways we talked we talked and it's like we're all adults we're all human we're all fucking artists we're all drag queens it's like just because i expect the best from somebody doesn't mean I'm going to get it. And yeah. it's like, it's, it is what it is. And, mm-hmm. and Hey, live and let learn. That's for sure. The next, the next person to ever fucking cross Priyanka is real lucky bitch. That's for sure. <laughs> Girl. Oh my God. Fuck. All that being said, like you've moved past these things. Yeah. Now. And all that being said, it's still, a, it's been a year. We've moved yes. past it. I've like, I wish the best for her. And I told her, I was like, you know, pre like, like 
no matter what, we've had an ex- we've had this insane experience together. I still have. It's it's very gaslighty actually because like I have love for her and mm-hmm. I get to see her like all over the place and I still and it makes me happy to see that for her mm-hmm. because I want that for her and I still have so many great memories with her, but also like there was a lot of heartache that was caused and I'm sure I've yeah. caused her heartache too obviously yeah I mean yeah and it, it, it it does go both ways and and while all that was happening like I was kind of like. I was I was obviously on your side because you're my best friend. Yeah, I know, and you're great. But you're great. Also, with... like I'm, I was cool with Priyanka too, and, and I also understood her side of it, and I, I really just wanted the both of you to like make up and get over it. Well, me too. So it's it was, like... it was hard when I had like spoken to both of you, and then to have her sort of go off like the way that she did, like repeatedly over and over again. It was like, oh my god, when is it going to be enough? I know, you know? and it's the the thing is though, as I remember, but I think she was super threatened because she felt like you had damaged her reputation, which is so important to her as of somebody course. growing her career. And, you know, she didn't want to be seen as, um, but like then, a bad friend but or a bad here's person the thing. or, you know. But, but then here's the thing. When all these TikToks and, and, and screenshots pop up and shit and all this stuff comes out of you shit-talking me and, and it doesn't look great either. <laughs> like, yeah, you know no, I mean? that's like, true too. Yeah. It's, it's like also like I had a lot of, I got a lot of DMs and shit mm-hmm. and like people who were at the event, like, uh, one person, I don't know if I know her name, I don't know if I'll say her Instagram, but she, like, I remember this being like, I remember like getting this message being like, that was so disgusting. The things that were being said about you, I had to leave and da 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 da. And I was like, that is so fucked up. This is a yeah. block away from me. Cause you never did that. I, like, and I know, and I did never, want- you never attacked her on stage. You never like went and talked shit about her on social media or anything. No. Like, you had like- your moment and then it was done because you said what you needed to say to her and then you tried to communicate with her privately. Yeah. But still, it's like, I still, like I was saying, like, I still I see her accomplishments and I'm still clapping for her and I'm still proud yeah. of her, like, no matter what. And we're like, always going to celebrate her, like, and, and it's, you know, it's just like, like I said, like, a- anybody can make mistakes and, and it's okay. Like, it's water under the bridge at this point. It's just like, you know, yeah, the like, whole point of the whole conversation, because we were talking about your assault and everything, it's just that, you know, sometimes the community doesn't have the priorities straight and they, and they, you know, as well as moving past trauma and, yes. and different resources yes. and, and yes. kind of politics and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Oh wow. My was God. that it? Was that me? We're going to get shit for that whole conversation, bitch. Oh my God. So next we get into this runway Canadian tuxedo. We start off with Scarlet Bobo. This is a cute look. I really like it. It gives like the casual like party girl Scarlet Bobo vibe. Uh, but it's also like one of her more dressed up She's sort of runways. So good. Like I love the yellow accents and everything. Her uh-huh. makeup looks great. I love the side swept hair. This is a Scarlet I know and love. Like this is a Scarlet at the club. She is giving you the numbers bit. She's looking sickening. Like yeah. she, I just like we talk shit about everybody, but like again, I love Scarlet. Like she's yeah. like this. This runway was great. Like seriously, she has that energy that I just want. And Scarlet, I love you. And <laughs> we gotta be careful. Oh my god, this is stressing me out now. It's okay. It's okay. And next we have Ilona Verley. Um, this look. This look was cool. I actually liked this look. Um, it was very Russian spy. Um, was it? I'm getting like seventies, like sort of disco, um, like disco girl. I wish I wish that she had like a long wavy middle part wig because that would have sold like a sort of seventies vibe. Oh yeah. For this. Well, I mean, like I I kind of I get like. The Russian spy. Like it's I very, don't think like... it's a Russian spy. I don't see a Russian spy in an assless denim uh, chap outfit. Austin Powers would. He's not <laughs> Russian. Alona's <laughs> got a fat ass. She's bitch. got a gorgeous butt. She has a huge ass. I'm so jealous. I have no ass I want to eat all. that ass. I have no <laughs> ass. I have no ass at all. I have a long back, bitch. <laughs> Legs go all the way up 6,000. <laughs> yeah. Um, next we have Boa. So this look is absolutely amazing. No, I'm just joking. Clearly okay, the so, best look of the night. So this look was horrible. Oh my god. Ooh. This was... Okay, uh... I gotta take... you reaching down and ripping your tights I'm gonna... Stage. No, because I was caught on it. My ring was oh, okay, caught. So I was like, okay. eh. Basically, the fucking wings were, were pushing forward because they were so heavy. I wanted... I didn't want them to go out like that. I wanted them to go out... Um, towards the back and they were supposed to be so you were pulling it back with your no they were supposed to be okay so the wings were supposed to be a backpack that were supposed to be uh, have the wires connected that i just pulled on that i right remember those wings i had yep 
that's what I wanted. And the person who made these wings talked me into doing it like a uh, scissor kind of thing. So they go outwards like that. Um, I wasn't really into it, but we ended up doing that. And then I had to, so we, I traveled with a skeleton and I built the, the actual, like, sh- like the actual, uh, things that go over it on top of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they just were fucked and like, it was, was just, they were broken when you got there. Yeah. And it travel. was like, it was like the fucking worst thing ever. And it was so like, the, w- the wings ended up being broken. And so, you know. And, and that's, you know, it happens with It was race. so like, painful too, bitch. Like, they literally walking, like, hold it. It was heavy. Well, it was like a bunch of wood. Like. Yeah, it was fucking so heavy and shit. And it was like, my feet hurt. I have bunions. I'm also 250 fucking pounds on this runway. Yeah. With all this shit on my body. It's so constricting. It's so smothering. I literally, like... Yeah. I literally, like... I don't know, just... I but the hair was nice. The hair was nice. I was glittery. It <laughs> looked good. It was cute. You know? Lucinda made the outfit. Oh, it was fucking sick. The denim. Yeah. It was all outfit denim. Was cute. All dip, all dyed and I liked and the shit. rib tights, you know? I liked the choice of the boots with it. The earrings were very cute. The boots are actually my promo, sh- uh, my promo um, yeah. look boots. And then we have this amazing look from Jimbo, bitch. Giving us Sasquatch realness, mama. She is so good. This is like by far one of the most iconic looks of season one. Like this up, up is up there with um, Ilona's uh, puppy look. Um, oh yeah. And Priyanka's hair look. Uh huh. Like th- these these three looks and and this one in particular. I remember they showed this in the trailer and everyone was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Like yeah, that is crazy. Was gagging. They thought it was me. <laughs> like that yeah. that is like the the only person I think who's brought looks like that on Canada's Drag Race since Jimbo has been Bombay. Because yeah. there was looks on the on the on the trailer like that helium look that Bomb did, like bitch. That was so cool. Yeah, that was amazing. And like she gave that same vibe of Jimbo, where like it's just like who is that? Like it's just so cool, so different, yeah. so unique, and we just love it. And congrats to Jimbo. This is yeah. like, just, just like an incredible. Fucking she look. really like good for Jimbo. Like she really yeah. carved herself like a. And then we have Rita in this um, jersey. Shut up. Okay, so I actually, so you don't like this, but I like this. Um, I don't think the look is bad. It just does not look like denim. And if the goal is to be denim, I don't care if it is denim or it's not. It doesn't look like denim. It looks like spandex and jersey. So I am not a fan of it for that reason. And I also think the reveals that she did didn't add to it or make it better. They kind of like made it more and more basic as she took off things. Yeah. So, and then the padding wasn't very good either. So, you know. Fuck her. Fuck. <laughs> I liked it. I thought the starting was good. I love. Just Rita. kidding. Just kidding. By the way, I thought um, it was cute. Um, we love Rita, and it was it was an acceptable look, but I just didn't think that it was deserving of winning this week. Um, and then we have Priyanka. I kind of like this look. Like she looks good. I like the red hair on her. Um, I like the little like hair tie thing. It's just like Scarlett had sort of a better version of this. So it was like, mm. oh, I guess I get that. Like with the jacket, with the puff sleeve. Yeah, I but like I do it. really like Priyanka's like boot chaps. Those are really cool. It's very J Lo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, it's cute. Fun story. Actually, we uh, me and Pri were shooting our looks together a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worked with one fucking photographer, who was a who night- was amazing. Who is an amazing. <laughs> fucking nightmare and made us do like four hour five hour shoots and shit and i just remember the, that was one of the shoots and it was oh, fuck. Ooh, woo. wow and next we have lemon looking gorgeous one of the most iconic looks of the <laughs> brooke says she wanted a pumpkin spice latte meanwhile she looks like one uh because she's in all the colors and then the lighting just really gives her that orange pumpkin spice glow yeah i um yeah, this look, you know, had some issues. First of which was everything she was wearing. <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of, I, I kind of got the vibe of it, like this deconstructed sort of like, no, of course, urban New York sort of vibe. It's like the city girl, like you know, and I, I like that vibe. I just felt like there was a couple of issues, like I didn't like the the fit or style of the bra piece. Um, the thing around her waist wasn't really doing the silhouette any favors and there was no sort of cinch to it. Um, and then the, the pants like as chaps, like I like the idea, but it just, the fit didn't end up making it super flattering in my opinion. Um, but as always, I mean, Lemon's face looks gorgeous. 
Yeah, the hair looks nice, um, too. The hair looks very nice, actually. And she's fucking killing it. Like, look at her, look yeah. at her walk and on the runway. She stomps the runway like nobody's fucking business. Like, she really, like, she really does a great job on that runway every oh time. Oh, my God, yeah. Holy shit. Okay, so now, yeah. if you... So, I was watching this episode this morning, and... A lot of textures going on. A lot of textures. <laughs> I love, like, the low-resolution background images on the green screen. That's Trinity, like... that's Trinity Bellwoods. <laughs> so, uh, the critiques. Alona and Scarlet, mess, 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 but fun. They actually spit and hitting hit each other. <laughs> um, I think the judges liked it. Yeah, which is a choice. Um, then we have Jibbo, Boa, Rita... <laughs> I thought Debbie DeCole was the funniest name ever. <laughs> Debbie DeCole? I'm Debbie DeCole. <laughs> what, was, what was Rita's name again? Anita Hot Dog. Anita, uh, well. Stupid. Yeah. Rita, come on, girl. But come on, Bridget Big Balls. Debbie DeCole. Debbie DeCole and I'm Bridget DeCole. Big Balls. Like, those are the funniest fucking names. And you guys were so fucking funny in this. Honestly, like, you and Jimbo were the standouts of this week to me. And trust me, I do not compliment Boa just because she's my friend, bitch. If anything, I'm the one who gives her the most fucking negative mm-hmm. feedback when she needs it, okay? Absolutely. And, and, and I will else. say, episode one, yeah, she deserved to go home. Episode two, yeah, she deserved to go home. <laughs> I agree with episode you. Episode four, yes, she deserved to go home. <laughs> episode, episode five, yeah, she deserved to go home. Episode, episode six, I did great. <laughs> she, was, she was fucking great in this episode episode bitch and you nobody can fucking tell me otherwise she was awesome this was so funny you guys were the best in this challenge i'm sorry like and i think the other groups were all right too i found alona and scarlet's to be extremely annoying but i think you know priyanka and lemon were also good but i thought your group was the best and i thought you and jimbo were the standouts of that group so yeah. for Rita to win the challenge, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, also I was kind of me. messy. Like I was messy with my organization, and they also had to get me out. Like I mean, like we're also like episode six. Yeah, and but like, at that point, it's like okay, well, she didn't do the worst this week. Like I'm, I'm a firm believer, and that's why like people complained about Roxy on All Stars two and stuff. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, you know, of course. People, a lot of people complained about Roxy on All Stars two and said that she didn't deserve to go as far as she did. Da da da. But she was never the worst. Like every week, there was somebody worse than her. Even even if she, they, they put her in the bottom, there was still somebody who obviously did worse than her in the challenge. And so I would have sent them O-W-R-E. home every time because she was not the worst. So, like, I'm a firm believer in that. It doesn't matter how long you've been there, how you're underperforming, blah, blah, blah. If you're not the worst that week, I don't believe you deserve to go home. But if I am on All Stars, I will be sending home the strongest competitors. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, um... Uh, then the judges told her they should have put full coverage foundation on her ass. Yeah, this was a big because she had no because she moment. had like uh, she had like razor burn or something. Yeah, razor bumps, which is normal. Yeah, we all get that. and it's like when they said it, we all kind of went right and chuckled because it's just like a kind of. Oh, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Like, it's just kind of like a, a crazy thing to get called out for on the runway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh, okay. And then it really blew up. I I forgot it happened, and then it happened, and it was like, woo. Yeah, woo. But you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like listen the judges are there to do a job you know and they whether they did that job well or not is... they do they did that <laughs> whether it was done well or not they did that job and you know what you know what though consistency 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 is key bitch consistently horrible critiques um and yeah, so like all love to Lemon, all love to Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and um, all the production involved. Great job, everybody. Congratulations. And <laughs> then they asked you guys who should go home and why. So wait, 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 wait. So basically they, they kept telling me that I was special. Like okay. all the time. But you're so special, Bo. And I'm like, stop fucking saying that to me. Because <laughs> people like, stop saying that to me. Please stop calling me special. Um... Tom Green was so annoying, called his mom, and then it looked looked nothing like my outfit, because he was like, I have this name outfit. No, you fucking didn't, Tom. Shut up. Yeah, bitch. They all asked us who should go home. I thought everyone was going to say me. So Scarlett and Alana said Lemon. I was fucking gagged, bitch. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Are you serious? I can't believe Scarlett didn't say you. I know. Like, because she really had a hate boner for you the whole season. I well, can't, I, I can't believe well, she didn't Well, no, take it's like Alona, chance. well, they were, Alona and Lemon, and uh, Alona and Scarlet planned out who they were going to 
where they're gonna they were gonna say in the first. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense then. So then I said, well, I guess I'm gonna have to also base it on the runway and Faye Lemon. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's winning all the challenges. I'm in the bottom every fucking week. Yeah, yeah, Lemon should definitely get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then uh, we get and. Uh, we get this untucked conversation. Yeah, and basically Lemon is saying that because I always thought she was fake and never called her out on it until until in the workroom at that time, that was me being fake, which is like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, you're being fake, you're being fake, you're being fake. I mean, like, if you're going to be fake and try yeah. try to be fake on TV, that's that's your prerogative, bitch. I'm here to get my 15 minutes of fame and, and, and you as well. I got 15, you got 20. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then I said, I just think that you have a lot of love for yourself and you vocalize it. <laughs> you have a lot of love for yourself, which you vocalize. <laughs> which is so fucking funny for me to say. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Not the vocalization. Which you vocalize. Yeah, I do. And I'm not going to bring up names, but some of the other girls do. Actually, you know what? Other girls were getting annoyed. It's, for example, Scarlett would say uh, she was getting annoyed of uh, Lemon and uh, so, so did Alona. Um, Alona told me on Tuck that she'll give me five grand if I throw the lip sync. I remember, hey, I remember me and Alona were getting ready for the lip sync and not Tuck, it's cold, we're putting our tights on and everything. Alona put, was putting tights on because they said put fucking foundation on your ass. Okay. And she was like, Boa, throw the lip sync, I'll give you five grand. I was like, oh my God, don't worry. I was like, I'm already going home. There's no way I'm fucking. <laughs> Alicia Cara. You should have been like, I don't know, girl. Alicia. I'm not sure. You should have made her do it. But you think she has $5,000? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you going to borrow $5,000 for to give me, bitch? Oh, my God. So, anyways, I do a shitty job in the lip sync. I'm a good performer. You are, but this is just not your... I hated this song. Yeah, this, song. this is not your style of song. First of all, you don't really do ballads. And if you do do a ballad, it wouldn't be this. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Fucking horrible. I, wrote, I fucking hate. I, wrote, I fucking hate this lip sync. My nipples keep popping out. LOL. <laughs> my feet and head were killing me. They wouldn't let me take off my wings for the critiques. They made me stay. That and is fucking hold crazy. those fucking wings for probably an hour. I was gonna vomit. I was in so much fucking pain. I would have just my, done it. I don't. I, I was. I should have just it. dropped. I should have just yeah. fucking dropped them. That's the thing. If you ever go on a fucking drag race, everybody listening, if you are uncomfortable and in pain or you really have to use the bathroom or whatever, the producers don't understand what it feels like. They don't know the situation that you're in. They do not know what it feels like to be standing up there on that stage for an hour in your heels. They don't know what it feels like to like have whatever kind of pain you have going on. They don't, they don't understand how tight your course it is. They don't understand the situation that you're in. So if you need to fucking alleviate yourself of something that's causing you pain and making you extremely uncomfortable, fucking do it. Yeah. And if they have a problem, explain it to them and they can move past it. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, that's what that's one thing that I learned from my season too, was like a lot of times like I would I would ask them something and they would have literally no idea what I was talking about. They did not understand. Like literally after the first day, we spent like hours sewing, cutting fabric and all that shit in the hot fucking filming lights. Mm -hmm. uh, and at the end of the day, I was like, so when we're working in the workroom, do the filming lights have to be on? Because it was very hot in here and we didn't need those lights. And they were like, oh yeah, we should have thought about that. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. So if you're ever on Drag Race, ask the fucking questions, bitch. Be the bitch that speaks up. You're not going to get in trouble for it. Ten, nine times out of ten, they mean the best and they don't want you to be uncomfortable. They don't want you to be in pain. They just don't know. They literally have no idea. They've never done what you're doing. They don't understand. So you have to be your own advocate. You have to yeah. speak up for yourself. Absolutely. Um, and then my, I wrote my feet and my head were killing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was so ready to go. And then, like, the thing is, though, is, like, I, I get kind of bitter about, like, Drag Race and All-Stars and shit. Like, mm -hmm. I really want to... I Alona really... killed this lip sync, though. Oh, she, she was a... fantastic. Yeah, she did You gotta job. give her her props for that. Oh, amazing. Yeah, Alona fucking... Alone... What do you want? What do you she want? She did a great him? job. Yeah. Um, yeah, she killed it. She fucking... She's a good lip syncer. I love Alona. She really is. And she's great at ballads. Like, she's mm -hmm. so good at emoting and, like, yeah. really connecting with the audience. We'd love that for her. 
I remember she was taking her jewelry off and whipping it off the ground and stuff. And people, <laughs> I was like, oh, girl, not the jewelry. So how did it feel being told to sashay away? It felt fucking relieved. Like, I was relieved. I was, like, ready to get the fuck out of here. I was like, seriously, I'm in so much pain. I'm so cold. I'm so fucking tired. Get me the fuck out of here. So when I hit the I hit the end of the runway, I'm like, I turned to Priya. I'm like, I don't know what to say. What should I say? Because I was talking to Priya about my exit lines before, and I was either going to say... Me and, Pri, me and Pri were fucking dying about this. I was either going to blow pre, not pre, pro, blow Brooke a kiss and go, thanks baby, I had a great time. Which was like, a, <laughs> which was like a devil's re- a rejects reference and I don't know, I just thought it was funny. Uh-huh. But then the lasagna thing came and I was like, what should I say? And she was like, say it, say it. I was like, okay, shut up. And then I said my line, which was, I didn't come here to make friends, I came here to make lasagna. Yes, which is a great exit line. That's such a good exit line. Yeah. Um, and really, this was the fucking rest of my life. Like, this was the first step of the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, so, in the exit interview, I say that. They don't air that. But I also say another thing. They, they don't air. They go... They say, so what was the kind of mark that you think you left in the competition? And I said, well, honestly, I just took a giant shit in Brooke's toilet and didn't flush it. <laughs> and they were fucking dying. We were, like, they were fucking in tears, like... Just after I said that, I was like so excited to see that, but then they didn't put it on. Girl, they should have. This is the thing I don't get. Like sometimes they just cut out the funniest moments, and it's like, why? Like, yeah. why can't you give the viewers like? There were so many funny moments they cut out from my season two. Like, and seriously, like seriously, like, <laughs> like I mean, like they have to eventually. They have to cut a lot of shit out because it's yeah. like you can only fit so much into an hour. Yeah, but they could have fit that little quote in there. You like, can only fit on. Priyanka so much into an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, like, so that was my elimination episode. Carlin's smiling so big, so happy you're gone. I know, thanks for <laughs> me too, bitch. Then they took me into a fucking room after. Uh-huh. And it was, like, so warm and comfy. I was so pissed. I was like, are you fucking serious? This is, they were like, whatever you need, like, we're getting emotional. I was like, I'm good, guys. You don't, like, you just give me some water, give me some fucking orange juice. I need a, I need a snack. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, I was ripping my, I was ripping my, my nails off. Yeah. My acrylic nails off. I was popping them off. I was so... I was like, get me the fuck out of this shit. Yeah, I was the same way. And, like, I remember, like... You remember? Okay, when you when you cut, when you you get eliminated and you go and they sit you in, in front of the workroom entrance... Did they sit you down on a chair in front of the workroom entrance? No, they brought me... Or behind the workroom entrance? Like, off camera? No. Oh, okay, well, for us, they sat me down in a chair behind the workroom entrance and the last couple girls actually I don't know about Suki but Stephanie had like a huge like crying fit like she was like crazy emotional so I think they were like trying to be really considerate of all of the girls and everything and they brought me and sat me down in that chair and they're like okay just like sit down here relax for a little bit and then when you're ready we'll bring you we'll show you where you're gonna go I'm like no 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 I'm ready now like let's go like I was like oh seriously I was like I am ready to go I have shit to do let's go and then then so I was like I just got up and I was like I'm not taking my heels off and putting them back on again so like let's just go in and do it and so they showed me where I was going and I just walked in did the thing I talked to the I talked to Jen who was interviewing and I was like you're not gonna make me cry I was like, you're trying to make me cry, and you're not going to make me cry. So it's done. <laughs> Good shit, bitch. Because I was just fucking over it. Like, and that's how you end up feeling. Like, yeah. a lot of the girls, like, a lot of the girls are like, you know, I'm, like, destined to win. And they get so, like, th- they build it up so much in their heads that it becomes, like, this, like, really hard thing to deal with. Like, Gia, for example, like, really broke down when she got eliminated. Yeah. And, like, I can't blame her because she was so close. And, like, it's it's just something that, like, you know, if, if, you're, if you're there, and, like, I was there literally, like Magnolia Crawford said, everybody goes on the show for fucking exposure. Yeah. Like, literally, that's why we go on the show. Absolutely. We don't go on the show to 100% win. The chances of winning the show is literally 10%, like, less than 10%. It's 8%. And and really, it's 2%. Because, like, at the end of the day, you you are probably not the right fit to win the season. Like, and you have to go into the show accepting that that is the truth. Mm -hmm. Like, you are probably not... The right fit to win the season. Yes. You're are... probably not the person who's going to excel at the most challenges. You're probably not the person who's going to win all the lip syncs. And you're probably not the person that the brand wants to endorse going forward. Like, and, that's just the truth. And that's okay. And, it's, and yeah. It, so you, and you just have to use, like, and, and it's like, what do you realize that? And you have to, like, 
I mean, like, Drag Race doesn't owe us anything, really. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, it's, it's been a platform. They've given yes. us so fucking much. They like, give us so much by having us on the platform. If the platform didn't exist, we wouldn't have the careers that we have. Exactly. So you have to be grateful for what you can get. Um, ironic for me to say this, knowing I've talked so much shit and everything. But the fact is, like... I always look at it now as like, what can you control going into it? You can control what you do. You can control what you wear for most of the time, except for creative challenges. Um, so like you, you just think about what you can control and what you can't control. That's really none of your business. Like yeah. that is, that is out of your control. And I feel like that's the healthiest way to look at it. Yes. Well, it's kind of like what RuPaul says though. Like as long like what other people say, have, have what other people think about you is none of your business. Yeah. And if they ain't paying your bills, pay them bitches no mind. Yeah. Okay, so thank you guys so much for joining us for this season of Death Becomes She, Her. Her. Uh, next week is going to be the first week where we will be recapping Canada versus the world. It will be on a different day, so keep an eye out for Saturday. Um, we will be releasing the episodes on Patreon and um, probably Sunday the they will go public. Yeah. So um thank you guys so much for thank following you us. we love you guys remember to keep up with us uh patreon.com slash dbsh pod twitter.com slash dbsh dbsh pod instagram.com slash dbsh pod and um keep up with me on instagram and tiktok at all about eve 6000 and on twitter at also about eve make sure you follow me on instagram at boa the drag queen on twitter and tiktok at bitch on arrival and again, we get so spicy this episode. Um, a very these, spicy episode. These are just emotions. Yeah, these are just our opinions, and it's life, and um, I, it's just it is what it is. And, yeah, and uh, I think we believe in like having open and frank conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Being honest and having like real dialogue. Yeah, like, and it, I don't, I don't think everything has to be like a sugar coated pretend thing where we act as if certain things didn't happen and act as if whatever. Yeah. Like, I think we can be honest Absolutely. And, and not, you know, be crucified for that, hopefully. So... Whatever. Well, I know. mean, like, I've already been crucified, so... <laughs> At least it's not gonna hurt as much because I'm so much skinnier! Oh my <laughs> god! Again, don't send anybody hate. It's just fucking drag. We're all drag queens. We're all doing yes. our own thing. Um, and everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. And everybody, um... Poos their <laughs> pants. Yes, Just exactly. Like <laughs> you, know, you know well about that. Oh, baby. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Death, Death Becomes, Becomes She, Her. And as always, we want to give a special shout out to our funeral directors, without whom this podcast would not be possible. Starting with Sharon. Sailor AMD. And Georgina, thank you guys. We love you. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Make sure to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash dbshpod, where you can receive early access, uncensored podcasts, get access to audience polls, and if you subscribe as a funeral director, you will get a shout out every week at the end of the podcast. And guess what? You guys can also follow us on social media at dbshpod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at allaboutEve6000 and Twitter at alsoaboutEve and also TikTok at allaboutEve6000. And you can find me on Twitter and TikTok at bitchonarrival and Instagram at boathedragqueen. I'm Boa. And I'm Eve6000. Boo, Boo for, for now! now.